Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Jesus, again, talking to his apostles coming off of John chapter 15, is now taking time to truly warn the apostles of the persecution that was coming as well as the cost, personally that is, that is involved in following him. And that is the same kind of ideal that needs to be passed to a generation of people who call themselves Christians today. Picking it up in verse 3 of chapter 16 of the Gospel of John, we read, They will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. Again, we had been talking about the fact that much of the persecution that we are going to experience as committed Christians is going to come from within the walls of the established religious community. We tend to think that it's out there in the world, those who are uh, proclaimed non-Christians that would give us the hardest time, but often it's anything but. It's actually those who are carrying their Bibles and attending church on a weekly basis. Now, we can defend those folks out of a love and a sense of compassion, but the warning is clear. Either we wise up or we risk ultimately failing in our mission. Indeed, we are on a mission whether we choose to acknowledge that or not. Now, we can chalk up their attacks as misdirected or mere misunderstandings, but Jesus says it is rather because they just don't know God or Him. Now, that's a heavy acknowledgement, isn't it? However uncomfortable this truth makes us feel, Jesus Himself says it's a fact. Now, I realize... Once again, that we can feel that we are judging a person's eternal standing here and being a people of condemnation, but we must note that we are not. However, God is. We're not saying that they don't know Christ. Christ is saying they don't know him. But how do we know where we stand with these folks? Well, it's obviously obvious Excuse me, that he wants us to know or he wouldn't be warning us in this manner in such a blunt way. Uh, Is it their words? Well, no, because they say they're Christians. Is it their lack of church attendance or activities in all things religious? No, they got all that covered too. So what's the bottom line then? They show they don't know Jesus because simply they are not like Jesus. The fact is, when we are reborn, we become like him. And no, that's not an instantaneous Uh, event like some magic wand but we will become like him every day more and more now that's not just a conscious decision but rather a supernatural mandate after all a bird flies not because it just one day decided to fly it flies because it's a bird and we become like Christ we act like Christ because we're Christians We become like him because if we uh, are his, we then have the Holy Spirit, which is God in spirit. Inside of us, we are literally possessed by God. Verse 4 of our text says, But I have told you these things 
so that when the time comes, you will remember that I have told you about them. I didn't tell you these things from the beginning because I was with you. Now we need to note that this passage of scripture is warning us what happens to true disciples of Jesus Christ. This is not a battle over God, or at least the terminology God, for such a word really means many things to many people. This is a war over the name Jesus Christ. It's that name that divides friends and families and ultimately will bring every man to his knees. After all, the term God is used by cults and false religions, even AA, and it is often, therefore, simply rendered meaningless. It's Jesus that they want to go away. This to such a degree that many will attempt to literally just cut him off and cut him out of uh, his effect, that that they read of in the Bible and out of the faith, claiming his teachings were, well, only for the Jews or not for you and I as Gentiles. And some will even dodge this persecution bullet, if you will, and therefore will never really know real persecution because of their faith. But these words addressed to the disciples, well, they're clearly understood today by disciples. So Satan's greatest ploy, it seems, is a quite successful plan to counterfeit the truth. One which causes people to blindly convince themselves that they are indeed worshiping God and they're not worshiping themselves and not worshiping Satan. But yet when Satan builds his own religious systems, he notoriously programs into that system a rejection of things like service and discipleship and Jesus-style living and self-discipline, etc., etc. Verse 5 says, But now I'm going to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have told you these things, sorrow has filled your heart. Now, Jesus expresses here in what seems to be almost a disappointment. The apostles indeed were concerned that Jesus was going away, but factually they were concerned only in how it would affect them personally. I mean, none of them were asking where he was going. Maybe that was because the road he had been describing over the past few verses was, well, less than friendly and certainly less than easy. They wanted Jesus to stay with them because, well, going with him was not exactly enticing to the flesh. They were filled with sorrow. But again, it appears that that sorrow was at least partially motivated by the realization of what lay ahead of them. Because it would not be an easy trek. However, it would indeed be a blessed one. And none of them would... However, at the end of their individual journeys, deny the faith. None of them would deny their Redeemer. It seems that all of us have had that moment of, well, I would call it stark, lucid realization of just what the cost of all this Jesus thing really is. And we can reject Christ at that point, and many of us do claiming that such was more than we bargained for and more than we anticipated. When things don't work out like we think they should, well, it's then that we decide whether Jesus is in charge or whether in truth we are. 
Many disciples left Jesus when he said these hard things that we read of in John, especially those we read of back in John chapter 6. But you know, many have left him since after he said some hard things to them. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.